Okay, okay, okay. So now the guy's working for Jay-Z. Any problems, he can go to Jay-Z. Trouble writing a song, he can go to Jay-Z. Beef with his label, with other rappers, he can call Jay-Z. But now the guy's got to come up with Jay-Z's money every week, no matter what. Ain't selling any records? Fuck you, pay me. Oh, you want me in your video? Fuck you, pay me. No one's coming in your shows, huh? Fuck you, pay me. And then what do you do? When you can't borrow another dollar from the label, you can't sell another single in the stores, you light a match. You blow the joint. <laughs> when you're going 80 and a 55 and see a four, this a bushes. <laughs> Bro, you be about to fucking die. Nigga, heart just dropped, dog. Drop. Especially I, I, one, it's, it's one of them times you get active too because everybody else just chilling and you you's like, all right, fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm really finna get out here. I know your fool ass do that shit a lot. Say, relax, man, relax. I ain't got nothing to prove. Shit, you in a fucking monster car. I ain't got nothing to prove. You do? It look fast enough. That's all I need. Man, let's get to it, man. They've been waiting long enough. Shit, I've been waiting on you, baby. My bad. Nah, I was I was on some bullshit last weekend. Though. As I, always. Basically. It's episode 196, man. Official 196? episode 196. Damn. Some unofficial sprinkle in there. We're, we're, we're well over 200 if you count the unofficial drops, but it's officially episode Damn, 196. That's, that's crazy, dog. Who would have thought? Or who would have thunk? I don't know. Is thunk even a word? <laughs> While you say in the intro, let's see if thunk is a word. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Please take this time to remember and rate and review us on Apple iTunes, uh, the podcast. Ah, oh, shit, I fucked that up. <laughs> hey, hey, look, 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 look. It's 196. It's episode 196. And... That's all that matters. Let's 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 go with it. So far, so far, we we already. <laughs> I fucked that rhythm already, all the way up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thunk is a word, by oh, the way, oh. but it's it's an onomatopoeia. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, like thunk on the head. Gotcha. Um, so so if you watch an old school Batman with Adam West and you see the uh, animated letters pop on the screen, you might see a thunk. But uh, yeah, man. Episode one ninety six, man. If y'all if y'all listening right now, go ahead, go get you, go play you some numbers. One ninety six <laughs> is the number. One ninety six that that that's the those are the three digits. Go for it, bro. Go for it. Anyways, if y'all wonder why we didn't drop an episode last week, it's one thousand percent Jay's fault. And um, that's all y'all need to know. But we're here now. It is 1,000% my fault. Absolutely right. And I would tell you all what I was doing, but it's none of your goddamn business. <laughs> I swear, it really... Man, hey, Jay, Jay is a living testament 
to the fact that when I say I mind my business, I mind my business. Because we was on the phone yesterday, and I'm not bragging. This ain't funny. But when I witnessed that accident that I witnessed yesterday, that was the ultimate act of minding my business. Because they didn't need me. They did not need me. They had plenty of other witnesses, and I had to keep it moving. I feel like in that instance, you know, you got to obviously survey the scene and be like, okay, cool. There's nothing much that I need to say, so let me get the fuck out the way. But um, anyways, man, it's always it's always lovely to to record. I, I like recording on Saturdays now. Oh, yeah? I, I honestly do. I don't know how you feel about Saturdays. I mean, for the most part, I'd be slow boogie, but every now and then I got something to pop up. But, you know, a, a recording on a Saturday is good for me, so I can do edits on Sunday while football's playing. I can just, you know, have it in the background, watching the screen, and, you know, give me a little bit more time, and then sometimes I still will bullshit and not get it out till later. But, yeah, I like I like Saturdays. I feel, I feel very refreshed on a Saturday afternoon. Definitely, definitely. And I like the way you glazed over the fact that you you you, you might have something pop up, but we're not gonna go back over that because you did just say that. You was like a slow boogie, but you know sometimes I may have something pop up. Hey, you see how my life has been going lately? <laughs> sometimes random yeah, shit, just, random shit just thunk me on the head every now and then. So I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Hey, let, let me let me start off by saying this. I don't know if the fantasy football guys just hate me. Well, I know they hate you this year, but I really think that they hate me because I'm sitting here and I'm like, damn, you know, I had a decent little Thursday. You know, Russell Wilson did a little something, something. My kicker ain't do too much, but, you know, kickers, you, you shouldn't be really relying on a kicker. Probably, it's probably top three kickers you probably can not necessarily rely on, but you can expect them to come through and give you some some, uh, some pump. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how am I supposed to beat two quarterbacks? <laughs> How do I beat Taysom Hill and Carson Wentz? Please explain that to me. How is that even fair? They drop Taysom Hill into the flex or as the tight end? He's the tight end. And I'm sitting here like, first of all, I tried to grab him. And the person I'm playing just happened, I guess he was higher up on the waiver. And he got him. And I'm just sitting here like, like I was projected to beat him. And all of a sudden, like he just moved Taysom Hill into his tight end position. I'm just sitting here like, this some bullshit. This some real bullshit because, once again, how are you supposed to beat somebody that got two quarterbacks? You like, can't. That's, I mean, they, they like, like, even just like I was just reading stuff and it was like, man, I mean, if you're playing a person that has Taysom Hill right now, it's pretty much an automatic L. Like, it's like playing five running backs that you, like, that's like playing five RB1s almost. Yep. But, um, Anyways, that shit, I, I was hoping that you had some advice for me, but that was your advice. I can't, so. Look, <sighs> the first five weeks of the season, I was 4-1. and one. Since then, I'm 0-5. You don't want to talk to me. <laughs> Looking good this week, but I ain't going to jinx you. I ain't going to jinx you. I'm not going to jinx you, man. But, but speaking of sports, man. And uh, for all y'all that are not interested in hearing about sports, I'd probably advise y'all to just fast forward another five, seven minutes, and we'll probably be done by then. I just I just have some beefs to pick with the NBA. Uh, my first beef is, why are they starting the season on December 22nd? 
my beef is they shouldn't do they should that shouldn't be happening. In my in my honest opinion, I have I have plenty of reasons, but my main one is how does that benefit these guys that just got drafted? Like, how are they supposed to come out on a, a in, onto a, a NBA team and, and be able to produce in any way? I mean, I know they're high level basketball players, but this is a this is a totally different level of basketball. Like these the it, it'd be it, it'd be different if you're talking about you know everybody if, if I'm just talking about everybody that's in the top five like you know I expect them to get acclimated kind of fast but outside of the top five those guys generally they usually need a little bit of time to get acclimated that's pretty much why they're not lottery picks you know I'm just saying everybody else is kind of drafted with the mindset of you know being a future franchise player but at the same time being more of a role player. Your, if I'm not mistaken, those, I could those, be wrong. Those lottery picks, you're basically saying, I can build a team around this guy. This guy's NBA ready right now. How you going to get ready for the NBA in three weeks? Was there any college basketball played at all this this quote-unquote season? No, it doesn't start to, it doesn't start to tomorrow. Well, I think it starts today. No, 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 my bad. Well, okay, the previous starts. season, because I know they didn't do the tournament in March and none of that, like... Yeah. So a lot okay. Of them okay so the, it, so up until the tournament, I'm I'm guessing I'm trying to get this COVID timeline in my brain now. So I guess the the tournament was really what what was canceled. The tournament and then the um, conference tournaments didn't didn't happen for the most yes. part. Okay. Yeah. So last time a lot of these guys played at the highest a high level probably was January. So you can go ahead and say they they haven't played in eleven months. <sighs> And then you got to come lock up LeBron James. <laughs> Shit, LeBron James will lock up himself when his muscles give out. Nigga had no time to rest. I, I seen a, I honest, seen a timeline. It said you know the the amount of the number of days since the finals to the opening season. I think it was what seventy five days or something, something like that. And then, but from anybody else, it was like two hundred and seventy five days. I mean, so you already know who's kind of going to have the advantage. I mean, you would hope, I mean, not hope, but you would assume that guys that are pretty well rested, you know, even if they start off rusty, at least they're probably going to go a whole season and not really have to worry about some weird injury, like I'm just saying. You know, a lot of these guys' bodies might still be warm, but everybody don't benefit from, you know, from that, like people been a lot, a lot of these these high level athletes, especially the ones that have been that's been in the league well over five years, they benefit from a nice amount of rest. So, Bro, a team like go to. Can you imagine how happy LeBron was when he pulled his groin and knew the Lakers weren't going to the playoffs? <sighs> a lot of rest, man. A lot of a lot of rest that you haven't had in a long time. Bruh, you talk about ain't the uh, ain't the Olympics in, Top- in Tokyo uh, this coming year? I think what uh, was I think it was supposed to be. I, I don't think they're going to change, so I guess they'll do it yeah, in Tokyo. Sure. And then well, isn't LA twenty twenty four? I think so. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Ain't finna be no type of dream team though. <sighs> ain't no type of dream team. <laughs> Dreams are gone, yeah, big like, fella. Hey, well, I mean, what's the incentive of going? Like you, you try, you trying to kill me now? For free? Like, you trying to kill I, me for I, free? Yeah, yeah, you trying to kill me now. And I mean, we're already to a point in America where a lot of people are like not that patriotic anyway. So the idea of having a dream team is really another dream team is really dead and gone in my honest opinion. But um, 
it's just really sad now because I really just feel like, like you know, I, I respect NBA players for speaking out, you know, on politics and social justice and shit, although I know they don't be knowing what the hell they're talking about. Um, but in this instance, to me, I'm just like really shocked at the fact that they're just willing to be slaves like they are right now. I'm like, where's the protest for this season not starting so soon? Like, who voted on this? Who said that this was, that this was cool? Like, I get the notion of wanting to be for the people, but, like, right now, you need to be for yourself. Just saying. You got some information that you want to give to the people? No, I'm I'm finna look up who's the head of the of the NFL PA because, you know, they had to, to come NFL together. NFL or NBA? NBA PA, excuse me. Because, you know, they have to, to agree on, on stuff like that. And I want to, if I remember correctly, I think it was it's Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul is still Chris the Paul. president. And, you know, that's that's wild to Str- me. That's strange. Especially, you know, as and especially with everything that happened in the bubble. A lot of the political stances they were taking about what was going on. So Chris Paul's the president. Andre Iguodala's the vice president. And then it's a bunch of, bunch of jabronis. <laughs> You got you you got two guys that are in in, in sports. In oh, Kyrie Irving's a vice president. Yeah, he's been, but he's been he's been chilling. Interesting though, C.J. McCollum's a, a a VP too. So I'm I'm really looking towards Chris Paul and C.J. McCollum as, as looking as like, man, why are y'all at this at this press to get shit started? And I'm I'm probably jumping ahead to a point you were going to make, but. If you take the likes of LeBron James, Steph Curry, um, Kawhi Leonard, you know these top names, the Kevin Durant, and say, "No, nah, we're, we're not starting in December." If you take if you take five, the top five players and say we're not starting, they're not starting. In my they opinion, they're not they, they starting. They almost cut the bubble off. Yeah. Over something that was one hundred percent unrelated to basketball, it makes absolutely no sense. Like I said, I respect that you guys want to take a stance on some shit, but right now, you guys are you guys wilding. Like to me, it's not even a, a, a aspect. It's not. I don't even look at it from a, a perspective of you know these guys love basketball. I'm like, nah, dog. Y'all dudes play at a very high level at a very fast pace. You guys are gonna get hurt. Like you see what you saw. Y'all did y'all see what just happened in the NFL? Do you see what's happening in the NFL right now? Dude, some of your key players were gone the first and second week. No, that's not something that happens every year like that. Like, you got to understand there was no preseason. These guys came out there cold, and some of your key – some of your top players were gone with by the third week. Yep. That's just – you're playing at a high level. You're playing at a fast pace. Yes, football is a more contact sport. But, dog, I'm telling y'all, I'm not trying to jinx anybody, but it's going to happen. People need time to get acclimated. Preseasons are pre- preseasons are necessary. They have they're happening for they happen for a reason. It's to get your body warmed up again. It's to it's to shake some of the rust off. It's to it's to come back into conditioning. Like it's necessary. I don't understand why people think that we do things in lines of profession that are unnecessary. Are we just doing this because it's what we do? No, y'all are doing this because there are benefits to doing this. It's necessary. And it's, just, and like I, you said, it's a lot of seat fillers. Dak Prescott, Odell Beckham Jr., Christian McCaffrey. Those are seat fillers. And, I mean, the Dallas, you know. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. You know, Dallas is a zombie tribe. They're going to show up if the team's 1-16, 1-15. You know, they're gonna, they're up. just going to show up. But um, th- let's take Clay Thompson, for instance. 
With Klay Thompson out, you know the Warriors have really no chance at all now. People not coming to see a losing team, especially <laughs> if they just jumped on that bandwagon. You're not coming back oh, to got, see the Warriors. They got, they got Oubre. They got Oubre and Wiseman. Wiseman, which is going to be a person that's not going to be able to get acclimated fast enough. But look, let me, I let, think Golden State will be. Let me tell you something you got to understand. Yeah. Ain't nobody coming to see them lose. They'll give them a chance. That's very true. But they ain't coming to see them lose. When it when it's clear that this season isn't going to go like the bandwagon's been going, they can, give a, they can give a shit about that new stadium. That's true. And for any, any sports guys listening out there, don't think that I'm saying Kelly Oubre is anywhere near Clay Thompson's level. That's exactly I, I'm a, what you're saying. I like Clay Thompson. I'm just saying that, y'all, they do have Andrew Wiggins. They do have <laughs> Wiseman. They do have a... <laughs> They got Andrew Wiggins, right? Bro, your your efficiency rating is better than Andrew Wiggins. Oh. Oh, side note. Uh, you remember that place I sent you by um, Pick Up Houston? One of my partners, um, he been hooping over there. He said it's pretty legit. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's, cool, it, cool, it, cool. Like, like it says, it's pickup games, but, you know, they they're, they pay officials to ref the games. I, I didn't ask him, you know, how much it costs to get in or anything like that, but, you know, it's organized. It takes that... That bullshit you get on 24 where, you know, people picking up people. Oh, this guy just got here, so he's on my team. You got to go sit down kind of shit. So, it's pretty, uh, you know. Man, I've been, I've been getting, I've been getting, you know, invited to a lot of invite only stuff. You know, some of it, some of it free, some of it, some of it like five, ten dollars. Um, and there's some places I go to where like they're real strict about like if you don't get there at a certain time, you basically can't get in. It's, it's but you know, basketball, uh, recreational basketball. Since uh since the pandemic started has basically since the rims went back up, it's become more of a boys club type of thing now. So it's like man, you gotta get you gotta get in tight with people so you can get into these rotations. Like you know, fortunately, I stay in an area where there are places that that they do they do consistently play. Uh, but man, it's crazy how um you know you don't realize how much you you really enjoy something until you lose it. And it's like you know basketball, you know, like we're not playing basketball to make it to the NBA or anything. We're clearly just trying to stay in shape. And it just sucks because so many people, one, people rather play indoors. Yeah. So that that line, that that indoor, if you own an indoor gym right now, shit is booming. As long as you stay in a state that ain't on some on some bullshit, shit is booming, you know, for, for indoor for indoor sports in general because people just people are craving that um that uh that camaraderie as well like and that, and that's why that's why it's an invite only thing because if you're one of those people that like that bitch about fouling or you're one of those people that be fouling a lot or you just you don't play team ball you're not get, you're not you're not getting invited to these places and um that's that's that that goes a long way and it's, it's crazy because i was thinking about that um i was chopping up with somebody and i was just like saying like it's crazy how a lot of people don't understand how far you know common you know common decency to take you like first of all we out here just trying to have a good time you know so a lot of people are like getting shut out in certain areas and they're not being able to hoop so i imagine something like pick up houston is 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 more open but i guarantee you they got their rules to where hey you get you only get so many strikes you're not coming back yeah i guarantee you it's something like that because it, it has to be though because when you when you when you're working out when you're training you're trying to get shit going bro like you ain't got time to be stopping all the time because somebody you know feels like they're being treated you know unfairly it's like bro grow up grow up bro we just trying to we just trying to hoop 
brother, the last time I was I was casually playing this cat, he went to the he went to the bucket. He'd been going to the bucket all game. He getting he getting the lane. You know, you hit hit him. He calls his fouls. Cool. So, but he is not one of those. Oh, foul! Is you you know you just audibly you know ah something like that. He goes up. It's basically game point. He goes up, does the same thing. The ball goes in. So it was like, all right, t- check up. Oh, I ain't call foul. Word. This, this, this is what you've been doing the whole game. Like, no, you haven't been calling foul, but you've been, you know, audibly saying that you were fouled without using the word foul. Yeah. All right, y'all got it. Yeah. I, I'm too old. Y'all got it. Yeah, bro. Hey, man, it, 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 listeners. We apologize. We told y'all to fast forward, and then that seven minutes has probably been met. So, um, yeah, that's that on that. Yeah, we'll leave that alone. Just out of respect for the people that have have, have stuck it through this long. And uh, once again, this is episode 196. That is a good feeling. Um, basically because I, I think consistency is something, in my opinion, that can be overrated at a, at a, in a sense but it still feels good it's like damn you know I stuck I stuck with something for a long time because I know a lot of y'all out there y'all struggling to, to just you know eat vegetables every day y'all struggling to drink water every day so I mean you know you're talking to two guys that started this shit off really as a joke and look look at us who would have thought <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, who would have thought it <laughs> but shit, man. Um, you already know, man. I'm looking at I'm looking at this list of shit that we got listed that we could talk about, man. I guess in a sense, man, we could start off with like we used to do it back in the day. We used to have an intro. We'd be like, man, let's talk about the intro. So today we had an intro, pretty classic, classic shit. When he was really, I feel like that's when um. Hove was like creating a lane for himself, and he wasn't even he wasn't even close to what he was gonna be. And that's crazy when you think about it. But at the end of the day, uh, that intro was some real shit, dog. Because I'm starting to realize that people just don't get how America works. I'm gonna say it one more time. I'm starting to realize that now more than ever, people just don't get how America works, and. All jokes aside, all that although that was a a reference to Goodfellas, like people need to realize, like I'm gonna say it again, like that's how shit works in this country. Like you may think that the shit is heartless, and you may think that it comes from a place of a privilege, but at the same time, bro, like y'all gotta realize, man, if you get money from somebody and you're officially in debt, Jay, what do you gotta do? You have to pay. What you owe. <laughs> I don't understand why people don't get that concept. So I'm going to simplify things for the sake of episode 196. Look, man, me and Jay was having a conversation. I had called him up because uh, as more of this, as more of, as we fall deeper into the whole uh, that is clown world, I just started asking questions like, bruh, what we going to do when minimum wage is $15 an hour? Like, (laughs) what does that do to, like, what does that do to the dollar? And like, 
I really feel like in my head, I'm like, damn, you know, and, and just so for people to understand, like, if you've been listening to No Boundaries long enough, you feel like, I, y'all know that American politics, American democracy is a joke at the end of the day. And the thing that, that that's wild about American democracy is how they're able to get shit off the ground. And a lot of times they're able to get shit off the ground by making these false promises. And I'm not saying $15 an hour is a false promise at all, but I'm just trying to figure out the economic the economical impact of what would happen if $15 minimum wage was actually a thing. And that's why I have hit up Jay because Jay is the more financial guru than I am. And and I'm just, once again, I'm just curious on your thoughts about $15 an hour. A nigga working at McDonald's to get paid $15 an hour. Say, man, you working at McDonald's this 15, you hit that $15 an hour? Because I think uh, for, I know in Texas, I can't say I know, um, you can probably Google this while I ramble. I think minimum wage is like seven twenty-five, and it might have changed. It's been I think it's been seven twenty-five for for ages, but it, it might have changed recently. So either way, we're looking at almost minimum wage doubling, and it sounds good in theory. If I tell the people that I'm putting more money in their pockets, it sounds good. But even if we think back to the stimulus that we got at the beginning of the year. And this is the question that, that that you kept bringing up, and, and 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 it's a very rhetorical question, but it's also a question that that needs an answer. A, where is this money coming from? B, <laughs> where is this money going? It is seven twenty five, by the way. Seven twenty five. Okay, so we're telling we're telling McDonald's, hey, you got to you got to basically double what you're paying your lowest employee right now at this moment. And more for than double, but more than more than double. So McDonald's is like, now you cutting into our profit margin. So I can't hire as many people as I had. Because let's I Let's not even pick on McDonald's. Okay. Let's not even pick Who on do you McDonald's. want to pick on? Let's let's just let's yeah, straight let's just say you're 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 you got an employee that's working at um because we're we're saying we're saying basic minimum wage, and if I'm not mistaken, if I have a small mom and pop business and I employ somebody, right? I have to pay them fifteen dollars. That's gonna be the minimum if I employ them to work in my my uh my family business, which may be a grocery store, and I I, I need some outside work. So so let's just pick on a a, a, a small random business that you know has two or three employees mm-hmm. that they have to pay them a minimum wage of fifteen dollars. Correct. Correct. Okay. So so now so, instead uh, of instead of three employees, I got to drop down to two. Cause I can't afford all of y'all. I can't do it. Okay, that's just one part of it. Yeah, that's just one part. (laughs) Got to drop one. Now, I know a lot of y'all out there don't understand what Jay means when he says, "Where is that money going to come from?" Because I know that y'all think that. Well, can't they just, you know, just go to the the money printers (laughs) in in, in Washington D.C. Don't it just grow on trees? Press the button. Can't you just swipe that little, little, little plastic thing that you got in your your, your pocket? <sighs> I'm trying to I'm trying not to be condescending here, but once again, politics in America is is the premise 
on the premise of the, the, the things that a lot of politicians run on, especially in the past 20 years, to me, have been things that if they do come to the light, it's almost as if nobody gives a damn about the ramifications of these things that come to the light. So if you're sitting here still thinking, okay, what, what about the intro? What is this fuck you pay me thing that you guys are, are, are rambling on about? I know a lot of y'all out there went to college and y'all got degrees and y'all got student loan debt. And I know that y'all are just licking y'all chops and y'all just can't wait for 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 Kamala and, and, and Badon to uh to uh <laughs> to cancel y'all student loan debt. But see, the problem is uh, who gonna pay this? <laughs> Bro, look, I know to me personally, if they said, all right, we cancel a student loan debt and uh, I, you know, you gonna call up Sam Houston State University for me and say, "Hey, whatever Jay got on the books, you know that 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 there's, that? A, there's a federal student loan. You know, c- cancel that." They gonna say, "Excuse me, say what?" <laughs> I got buildings to build. I got teachers to employ. I got all kinds of university expenses, and I'm counting on Jay to make his minimum payments. And you telling me that money's not coming in anymore? Where's this money gonna come from? Just call Jeff Bezos. I got I gotta call Jeff because Jeff got cash. Apparently, everybody <laughs> thinks Jeff just sitting on this pile of money, like from the Batman from the Batman movie. But it's kind of like this money has to come from somewhere. To cancel it, you ha- it has to come from somewhere. If somebody says, "Hey, you don't have to pay your mortgage for this month," which they did during the pandemic, that monthly payment it just doesn't go away. They throw that shit on the end. And it's actually a bad move because you end up paying more interest over the long run. I think we talked about this. But the money still has to come. It just doesn't disappear. It just doesn't hey, Jay, vanish. Jay. When you now I'm 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 on my soapbox now. <laughs> when you Go default ahead. on a loan, yeah, for you, you say, fuck it. I take the credit score hit and the money, you know, it is what it is. That money still has to go somewhere. It just doesn't vanish. It's sitting on your back, one. Whoever you owe money to, whether it's the Ford dealership, whether it's Rent-A-Center, whether whoever it is, now it's on their books and the Ford plant might owe the the medical, I mean, not the medical plant, but the, the steel company. Um, the Rent-A-Center might own the, the furniture manufacturer and the furniture manufacturer owes whoever they get their supplies for. And the, the metal company, they use that money to pay their employees. This money just doesn't disappear. It is a cyclical effect because when they pay their employees, their employees put that money back into the economy because they go and they buy cars and they buy furniture and they buy groceries. And if you get to this point where we're increasing minimum wage to $15 an hour, you also have to realize that I'm getting ahead of myself. Hold on. Hey, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna just keep, I'm gonna keep letting you go. You gotta realize you go, if we start paying you fifteen fifteen dollars an hour, the price of eggs, milk, water, gas, condoms, no condoms, birth control, childcare, all of that increases. All of it increases because you're pumping money into the system, and since money isn't as an abundance. Like you mentioned, what happens to the value of a dollar? 
been I've been asking that shit since March. On before I got off Instagram, I kept saying that, and you got these anti-capitalists out here. You got these morons out here. You got these clowns out here that just think to themselves, you know, we can just socialize things. We can just we can just do it this way, do it that way, bruh. I don't know what to tell y'all, but that shit is only gonna work for so long before people start eating each other. Like that's, like that's literally what's gonna happen. People are gonna start eating each other, and people think that the shit is is. See, that's the thing. To be honest with you, there's a lot of people that are oblivious to this shit because another question I've been asking Jay. Because, you know, I can admit when I'm wrong. And I, and a lot of us felt that after the election, the COVID was going to go away. Everybody's like, oh, man, once the election once the election get here, you know, COVID just going to miraculously disappear. See, everybody was putting those thoughts on social media. And as you were putting those thoughts on social media, the feds was watching. The feds was like, oh. <laughs> you thought. You could, but, you but me, me so personally, I was, I, was, I, was, I was one of these people who were sitting here like, and I'm not going to say I thought like this, but it didn't dawn on me that this wasn't the truth. Like, oh, yeah, January 1, 2021, sh- shit back cracking. Like, it never, it never, I never just sat there and thought about, like, wait, this isn't going to disappear like magic overnight. But see, what y'all don't realize is it's still bread and circus. Because, not, not even bread and circus, it's still smoke and mirrors. Because... I don't care what anybody says. If you talk to somebody in the medical field, they're going to tell you that your average vaccine really doesn't have a high efficiency rate. Meaning, you know, you might have a be- your best vaccine out there, your best, you know, what they would consider like, you know, like your flu shot, your meningitis shot. And like that shit is like 98, 97 percent uh, effective. And you're talking about vaccines that they worked three or four years on. So now all of a sudden y'all talk about some Operation Warp Speed acting like you're going on a fucking James Bond mission and you thinking that you finna get some vaccine that's just going to be a, a, a cure-all. And they're still telling us that even after this vaccine, you're still not going to just be able to just go all out willy-nilly and act as if things are back to normal. Hold on. I'm confused. That doesn't make any sense. If you have a vaccine that's eradicating it, meaning people that are susceptible to getting this disease... If they get vaccinated, then what's the fucking problem? Why wouldn't things be back to normal? Because if I'm not mistaken, if niggas if if a nigga get a measles shot, then he he can go to school, correct? <laughs> that, so that was gonna be why, my exact why, example. Yeah, if, you know, you get a measles shot, and all of a sudden, like, because they literally tell you you can't go to school if you don't have these certain shots, because they don't want you to be in an environment with people that can't get the virus. The minute your fool ass come in there with no measles shot. And you come around people that had the vaccination, and then all of a sudden you get the measles, you about to die, you wondering why. Because your fool ass ain't get the measles shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that. But why does COVID not work the same? Why all of a sudden with COVID, it's still a matter of, oh, well, if you you get the COVID shot, still got to wear a mask, still got to social distance. It's smoke and mirrors, bro. It's not about, it's not about a cure. It's not about, it never was about a cure, but never was about public safety. And this is one I'm going to get, this one is going to probably get a little kooky. So, you know, hey, this is well, just being well. It was always a matter of a great reset. It was always a matter of changing the culture. COVID was always about, it was always a biological weapon. It was always, it was always a manufactured crisis 
in order to launch what I what I consider a soft coup in order to gain power in one of the most most wealthiest countries in the world because Trump is too much of an outsider. That's why I keep telling people like I just don't understand why Trump wants to be in the White House so bad. Because if that I'm telling you right now, even if he was successful with turning votes and doing all this bullshit, I really feel like the next step would just be to kill him. You would have to assassinate him because he's too much of an outsider and he's messing up the plans. A lot of y'all out there probably heard of shit like Agenda 21. You heard of like NWO. That nigga Trump came in and he put a thorn in their side and he made it harder for them to do that. I'm not saying Trump is somebody that's on our side. I'm just saying Trump was an anomaly. Trump was a, he was something that although they felt he was, he could be, although they felt that this could happen, they never realized how he would win over so many Americans. They never, he ne they never realized how, you know, the electoral college would actually buy into his message. So therefore, in my honest opinion, when you really think about what's going on between America and China, it only makes sense for motherfuckers to align with the enemy in order to get something like that popping. And it's just coincidentally a virus that came from China and it literally was meant in every way to destabilize economies all across the nation. But further, but furthermore, specifically destroy our economy and also destroy the integrity of how we manage ourselves during a pandemic. Because that's all that's the only narrative you see online these days. America doesn't know what they're doing. They don't know how to handle pandemics. Well, I don't know if anybody out there is aware, but pandemics just don't happen every seven years. They don't happen every four years. Pandemics are fairly rare. I mean, the last time we technically had one was basically a hundred years ago. A lot of people that was alive a hundred years people that people that was alive and actually probably went through that shit probably can't don't even have the the, the the cognitive discipline to be able to tell you, oh, this is what we did. This is what we can do. A lot of shit that you're seeing from the 1920s, a lot of that shit is just propaganda now to make you wear a mask. Jay, you telling me that for the last hundred years, all we had to do was wear a mask and we've never had to worry about viruses again? I missed the memo. I'm asking it again. It, ca it, ca it came late like the slavery release. I missed the memo, man. All you had to do was wear a piece of cloth over your face. For the last hundred years, we never had to worry about a virus again. That's what they telling me. And people eating that shit up, bro. It's baffling. It's baffling, man. It's mind blowing. I feel like you have a light bulb that popped up top of your head. I I, I had it in in the midst of your speech, and then and then I lost it, and and now I can't find it. I can't I can't grapple it again. But at the same time, um, I'm just gonna ramble until it, it pops back up. But you, when you were talking about you know people knew Trump could win, but nobody knew Trump could win. Mm -hmm. Trump really what he did was he used the Obama strategy. He used the Obama strategy like I'm gonna talk to the forgotten American. And at that time, the forgotten American was the black and brown population. And mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. through Obama's presidency, the forgotten population became middle class white. And so Trump came down to the level of, I mean, this guy, this man is smart. He's an idiot, but he's smart. He came I down to, to middle class 
white America, and he spoke directly to them, and they came out in droves to support him. And also given a lot of Democrats just won't see a woman in power. They won't. I've, I've heard this from, hey, you know, I don't think a woman's ready to run this country. I'm, I'm Democrat through and through, but I don't think a woman's ready to run this country, so I'm going to vote for Trump. I've heard people just say that. Right not out. not support right a woman. And, that's, and it's like... Yeah. It's crazy. But then you look at it too, and it's like a lot of Hillary's like, shit, obesity got the black folks. This 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 Hillary this Hillary C, I get the black folks too. You know, I got Jay-Z, I got Beyonce, they shucking and jiving. So hey, it is what it is. And then you lost that, you lost that vote just thinking that you had it in the bag. That's why this that's why the last that's why 2016 was lost, if you ask me personally, but nobody asked me personally, so fuck y'all. But Fast forward, fast forward to 2020, you know, you do the exact opposite. You know, we get the, the everything. But like you said, it was a well-planned coup. This was staged. This was a plan that was executed to perfection. This was House of Cards level because it's like I'm they, they thought like, OK, we're going to pandemic and we're just going to make this guy look ridiculous. We're going to make his whole cabinet look ridiculous. And that's what they did. They made him look ridiculous. And then why he's looking ridiculous is like, what we're going to tell our constituents to do is vote by mail. Vote by mail. No, don't get out. Vote by mail. Vote early. Yeah, because I, I get I know these couple numbers are coming on the back end. You you get you you get what you want on the front, and then the numbers on the back end came like gangbusters. Was it something shady? It's always something shady. Was it enough always. was it enough shadiness to to alter a whole entire election? Who knows? You're not going to be able to prove it because the people who do the shadiness decide if it's shady. The winners write the history. And you win the election, you determine what the history is. Niggas act, niggas act like they ain't watch Narcos, bro. <laughs> niggas act like they ain't watch Narcos, bro. Stop it. Y'all watch Narcos. I know I know it's Spanish. And you got you to read the subtitles and shit to keep up, dog. But, dog, rigged elections have been happening forever. Matter of fact, the, the the equipment or the software that they used in this most recent election is software that supposedly came from Venezuela, a place notorious for rigged elections. People are saying, oh, that's not true. This is false. What the fuck ever? Look, man, I'm going to say it again. I don't care who won the election. The fact of the matter is a lot of people feel that this means something better. And all I'm trying to say is if you're the type of person that went out there and voted because, oh, the Democrat Party, they're for the people. They really care about us. But are they telling y'all the ramifications of some of the things that have y'all voting for them, like $15 minimum wage? Like what, like what, like what type of, um, what type of, how, how, how is this healthcare thing going to impact you? How is canceling student debt going to impact you? Because I'm going to tell a lot of y'all, man, I don't know if y'all listen to that Jeezy album, but I mean, he said, he said one line on there that I really felt like it's going to go over a lot of niggas' heads only because they're not trying to hear that shit. But in my honest opinion, black lives only matter when it's time to win a political vote. Because I'm telling y'all, all that rioting and shit that y'all been doing the past year and acting like, oh, you know, uh, Breonna Justice for Breonna, Omar Arbrado shit. Man, once Biden come in there after January 20th, bro, 
And then about four or five months after that, y'all is not going to be focusing on black issues in masses like this. Y'all are going to pretend as if the Democratic Party is the party of unity. Y'all need to stop that shit. I was walking in the store the other day, and I seen a picture of Biden, and I think it was on Time Magazine, and it was like, you know, hey, it's, it's time to unite us all. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like, y'all are making it seem like the Democrats just have this, this, this Gandhi comp, this, this Gandhi uh, vibe or something. It's like, bro, people not fucking with y'all either. Some a, a man comes out and says, "Make America great again." Y'all are like, "Oh, what was America ever great?" Then nigga talk about it's time to unite us all. Nigga, y'all don't even like y'all neighbors. Like, who are y'all talking about? Like, y'all still don't like white people. Y'all still don't like black people. Like. Why, why is this why is this Gandhi-like figure just automatically supposed to unite us all? Because he's an old white guy and he has a, a, a half-Indian, half-black, half-South Asian running mate? Get the fuck out of here. You guys well, are clowns. But but like like they said on Saturday, Saturday Night Live, half-black, half-Indian, um, half-South Asian, her husband's Jewish. Like, you know, just because she's covered, checking all the boxes doesn't mean anything's changing. And, and I seen this on, on Twitter earlier. Um, Rahim Emanuel under consideration to become Biden's transportation secretary. And then for a little background, it said Rahim Emanuel covered up the murder of a black teenager, Laquan McDonald, while he was the mayor of Chicago. Did Black Lives yeah, I, Matter? I don't, I don't mean I don't mean to be an asshole. It's it's it's, it's just Rahm Emanuel, um, and um, Rahm Emanuel is a, a, a he he's a known he's a known terrorist. And a lot of people thought, you know, back in the day that him and him and um, Obama had a sexual relationship. Believe it or wow. not, uh, that was yeah, deep. yeah. Uh, I'm just hey, man. This I is shit you, you only get from the historical honcho. Like, like <laughs> nobody, just, nobody just has that. Rahm Emanuel is a crook. He's a terrorist. And I believe if you go back and listen to some of Chance the Rapper's music, Chance the Rapper talks about him too. I'm yep. gonna say it again. Rahm Emanuel is a fucking terrorist. He he hated the people of Chicago, and he's no different than that Beetlejuice-looking bitch that's in Chicago now. The state of Chicago is where it is because when they put people in powerful positions, the people that are disproportionately affected are left to the wayside to just kill each other. They don't give a fuck about the, the minority in Chicago. They want them to kill each other. They want them to kill each other off. I tell people all the time, some of the most how do I say, heavily black populated places in the late 90s, early 2000s are fucking condos now in Chicago. Nobody talks about it. Whenever you hear about Chicago, you hear about Chicago from a, from a perspective of it being violent. You hear, from, hear about it in a perspective of, of being like dangerous, blah, blah. But they're only highlighting that shit so they can have a reason to go in there and sweep it. That's why they do that shit, bro. They're slowly gentrifying Chicago, and it's going to be to the point, five or ten years, you're not even going to recognize Chicago anymore, bro. I, 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 I had a lot of people like shook. Well, remember what I told you about DMX on uh, Old Stopping Grounds, right? Uh, DMX and where DMX and Mary J. Blige from? You know where they from, right? No, you didn't tell me about this. Yonkers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know where they're from. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I don't yeah, what, what, what did I tell you about Yonkers? Look at look at look at the state of Yonkers today. It's one of the safest cities in New York. Really? Yes. A lot of people a lot of people are like, damn, how did that happen? Because they removed y'all black asses. 
That's how they do it. You give them a reason, and they will find the reason to do that shit, bro. That's what they, they do. They give you the whole, this is bad, this is bad. We got to go clean it up. We got to come clean it up. And clean it up means moving the black people out. That's what it means. It means moving like, the minority out. Like, you guys don't get it. You guys don't get it. That's the scary thing, dog. Like, it's terrifying because I realized, like, I was uh, I was reading some shit about uh, this, the dude that basically was the, he basically was like the minister of propaganda. He worked alongside Hitler. His name was Joseph Goebbels. And he basically always talked about how he tapped into people's emotions. It, it wasn't about being right or wrong. It was literally just about tapping into their emotions. And when you tap into their emotions, bro, you can get all, you can almost get anything you want from them if you hit them where you need to hit them. You got to understand, like, dog, when you have a nation of people that think that it's okay to go bomb Jewish stores, to to lynch Jewish people, and on the other side, you got a nation of people that think that it's okay to enslave blacks. You got a nation of people that think that it's okay to trick blacks into doing whatever like just treat other human beings like animals and that's the thing that democrats do well with their propaganda no matter the history of the democratic party the democratic party knows how to hit the heartstrings of their base because their base is suffering if you're suffering what does that mean about your mental state already jay it's already deteriorating you you were all, so you're, you're already looking- teetering you're already emotional. So it's even easier to get into your head. It's either easier to, to tap into that to your emotions because you're not thinking straight. So you got a, a, a nation of, of, of minority that just wants to be recognized. They want to be considered. And all you got to do as a politician is to pretend you give a fuck about their feelings. And what they do, run to the polls and go vote for motherfuckers. And you just said it not too long ago. You said Trump but the, the specific thing that you people need to realize about Trump is not that he was speaking to the white middle class. It was that he knew how to speak to the white middle class. He knew what to say to the white middle class. And in turn, as he used these specific words to talk to the white middle class, people that didn't know how to decipher it, they automatically said, oh, he's inciting riots. He's inciting division, blah, blah, blah. And yet, here we are in 2020, you guys are sending mass messages out talking about people from Proud Boys are going to be jumping us and all this, you know, white supremacy going to be burning shit down. Um, I hate to say it. I'm not on social media right now, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. The last people I saw looting and burning shit down represented, they look like me, bro. A lot of them look like me. And for some strange reason, a lot of them look like the opposite of me, but they were wearing shirts that said Black Lives Matter. And I don't get that shit. <laughs> said they were supporting I don't me. Never. But but they but supposedly they were doing it because I because since I since I'm not capable of doing it, they was doing it for me. I'll never understand that shit. But um but that's where we are though, bro. And it's a it's a crazy thing too, because it seems like every election it seems like Republicans, conservatives will say, you know, hey, you're not coming to take our guns. You're not coming to take our guns. And during this whole entire campaign, I haven't seen much about any gun control. Like in previous previous years where we'd have the mass shootings and stuff like when was the last mass shooting we had? Did we have know, one this year? One next year? Did we have nah, one I know, this year? I don't know. But nah, it's, bro. how you gonna have mass shooting when nobody can go out? The last mass shooting the last mass shooting or mass stabbing was in Canada. 
So you Canada's might you, you, you might have to mass shoot some you might have to mass shoot some people in your house. But uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. But it's kind of like every time you there's a mass shooting, liberals say we need gun control. Conservatives say you're not coming to take our guns. So a lot of the a lot of the conservatives that I spoke to during the lectures, like you know, hey, they're gonna have to come get my guns. They're gonna have to do this. I'm like, where is this energy coming from? Again, where is this money coming from? Where is this energy coming from? People are just <laughs> people are just coming up with ideologies in their head that are unwarranted that are that have no facts to them and it it just goes to support whatever agenda that you're trying to have. Liberals make up, hey, it's the conservatives fault that we're still we you know, we're this pandemic is still going on. If we would have just locked down for 8 weeks like we wanted to do, then we'd be back up and running. And I was listening to this podcast, and I can't remember. It's two guys, and one of them, he goes by historical honcho, and he was making making a comment <laughs> talking about when it gets cold again, we're going to see these numbers go up. And I think it's getting cold across the country right now. A lot of the temperatures are dropping, except in Florida, because Florida is a whole fucking other animal. But we are seeing cases go up, and I'm wondering, damn, if somebody would have just projected this happening people wouldn't be so shocked but a lot of people been new so we been new bro like i said the only thing that i got wrong was just being stupid enough to think that it would go away in a sense of cuz don't get it wrong the election the election here and they're saying covid's going to go away because of a vaccine that's going to be given to the higher risk population by the end of december so by the time like i said after inauguration day you'll see some sense of normalcy which in a sense is correct but my issue is the way that they're going about it they're going about it in a very strategic way to make it seem like covid was never overblown and i was telling somebody the other day like i don't like when people say covid is fake i don't like when people say it cuz like it's not about fake it's about being overblown it's about them hyperbolizing the severity of it because at the end of the day we, we can't sit here and continue to ignore the fact and you know i, I didn't like talking I, I didn't really want to talk about it too much because i mean i know you lost somebody you know recently to covid complication and the, the thing is when are we going to admit that it hits so many few people in a fatal way like it's very 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 rare to die from complications of COVID if you are a seemingly healthy person. A lot of people that are dying from this stuff, once again, 75 years plus, they had underlying, uh, underlying issues that some of them didn't even know about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so much that goes into it. But are we going to sit here and ignore the fact that we have multiple celebrities? Oh, that so-and-so tested positive. Do you never hear nothing about it again? They're just alive and well two weeks later. I, I Trump have a out question. here chilling. Go ahead. I might not when, have the answer, when, but go ahead. When you get a viral infection, doesn't it weaken your immune system? Correct. So so you're you're already functioning with a with a weaker immune system. So when you get the flu, your immune system is weak. So the chances of you getting the flu and that developing to pneumonia are greater. Bruh, I mean, yeah. You're, I always just say when you get a virus, your immune system is under attack. That's the simplest way to put it. Your immune system is under attack. So if you have a weak immune system already, I mean, once again, let's just let's just simplify it for the people out there that have fifth grade educations. Look, if if you're going into a war and one side has bayonets 
in their in their bed or in the the bayonet because the bayonet has a, it has a knife on it it has like the sword on it but you can also load ammunition into that to the gun part of it correct that's the sure. tra- traditional bayonet well the people that have the bayonet they all they have basically is the the swords because nobody has bullets on that one side now the other people on the other side they got AK-47s and them bitches are fully loaded bump stop ready for fucking war no safety. you know what I'm saying bruh so. Your average nigga immune system is like the niggas with the AK-47s. The other cat immune system that's already affected, he basically just has bad nets. His shit is weak. He's probably going to die. The only way he's not going to die is, guess what? He called on the U.S. for reinforcement. Because you know U.S. like war. You know U.S. going to try to come save the day. <laughs> so we got your back. We got so guns and shit, man. But we got guns and shit, bro. So hopefully you can... you can, So if you got a weak immune system, you catch it fast enough, man, you good. Not necessarily, but you have a better chance of surviving. But that person with that strong immune system, if you got a strong immune system and you get COVID-19, at the end of the day, you're going to be all right. Chances are. It's just crazy to me that... that, And and listen, I'm telling you that this is a fact. They can try to censor this all they want to. If you have a strong immune system, if you're a healthy person, you're a person that gets your wellness checks, you take care of yourself. Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all know if y'all ain't been to the doctor in 10 years. Y'all know if y'all nasty. Like, y'all know who y'all are. Like, it's just that simple. But if you know, without a doubt, that you take care of yourself, health has always been a priority for you, then if you get something like COVID-19, and then you do get, let's just say you get a severe case of COVID-19, the chances of you dying are still very, very slim. If you know, without a doubt, you have a strong immune system and you take care of yourself. I know people personally that have told me time and time again, you know, back when, uh, and, I, and I need, and I need people to understand something. We are in a, it's since COVID-19 surfaced, which was November 17th, 2019. Since the first documented case on this planet, that was flu season 2019. We are in, we're going into flu season 2020 now. So, I don't know what y'all on. I don't know if y'all gonna keep letting the mainstream media spoon feed y'all shit, but those COVID numbers need to be reset. I'm gonna say it again. Those COVID numbers need to be reset. We're in a new season now. Y'all not about to lump all these numbers together and make it look worse than what it is. Because low-key, after that first flu season ended, which to me coincides with COVID-19, we gotta be talking about these numbers being reset. Because I guarantee you, when we go into 2021, they just going to let them numbers run. We had 250,000 deaths. Like, hold on. But you don't do that for anything people? else. You don't do that for anything else. You, like, you don't do that for cancer. Um, I mean, you might do it for cancer, but you don't do it for you don't do it for flu season. You don't do it when, when people if, get pneumonia. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, we, we're up to, you know, 2.6 billion nationwide. I mean, worldwide pneumonia cases since the beginning of time. Like, you, you don't do that. So, so all I'm saying is like even with even with them saying it's the second wave. Okay, what at the end of the first wave, where were we from from what you could consider to be the second wave to the end of the second wave? Like, what are those numbers looking like? They can't no. even answer those questions, bro. Say, men that's why I hate the most. Women lie. Numbers are manipulated. <sighs> Government lie like a motherfucker too. That's the, they, that's a different type of animal. I don't know. I don't. I don't even consider them human anymore. They subhuman to me. And, and 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 scientists and doctors now they're just bureaucrats, like they have no, 
They have no like these like the Dr. Fauci and and all these other fuckers that come out and talk about COVID nineteen in a way to make it seem like it's so um it's so once again so much more severe than what it is. I, you know you know what I hate the most, bro. I hate when people tell me, especially my job, make sure you guys are taking COVID nineteen seriously. Making sure you guys are taking this pandemic seriously. All right, McDonald's. <laughs> I'm pick on McDonald's. I'm gonna pick on McDonald's right now. Uh, wait, wait, McDonald's. I, I, thought, I thought we stopped bullying on McDonald's. You gonna go back to him? Fuck it. Let's talk about Whataburger. I'm gonna pick on Whataburger. Look, Whataburger. You're telling me you to take COVID nineteen seriously. You're telling me to take this pandemic seriously. Well, if you tell me to take it seriously, I'm gonna tell you to take it seriously with your employees too. Because a lot of y'all, when y'all say take it seriously, y'all low key me stay home. Y'all y'all low key saying social distance, wearing mask, and blah blah blah. If I come into your store and I don't see y'all wearing masks and social distancing, I'm gonna get y'all shit shut the fuck down because you full of shit right now and you're practicing hypocrisy. Because low key, once again, if you really telling people out here to take this shit seriously, why are you still making people come into work? Why are you still people why are you still putting people at risk? NFL talk about take the COVID nineteen seriously. Why y'all season still going on? Y'all y'all got players out there touching each other. Y'all y'all literally tackle each other. Like what do y'all like y'all are sweating next to each other. Y'all are in close proximity to each other. Y'all can't social distance. And y'all telling me to take it seriously. I'm confused here. How about y'all take it seriously? What does take it seriously mean? How does one take a virus seriously? Please enlighten me. <laughs> Please enlighten me. Please. It, it's, it's not even that. It's like the power of the dollar is more important than human life. As it always that's has been. That's that's why yeah. that's why we go to war for oil. I mean, not oil for <clears throat> liberation. Excuse me. Lib- liberation. Sorry. 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 Liberation oil. Oh, yeah. Same yeah. thing, but different. You know, it, it, and that's that's what it is. You know, you know, what's funny uh, and not to go off on a tangent, but, you know, you know, World War One. That was one like one of the one of the causes of World War One. In the back, in the background, a lot of people don't know about it. Was oil? That was a big deal in World War One, but it doesn't get talked about a lot. But oil was one of the main premises of World War One, and that shit is funny to me. I'm like, damn, niggas been fighting for oil for over a hundred years. Like, damn, that niggas just share. I think it's just can't share, bro. <laughs> <laughs> let, me get a, let me go pump a little oil for my country, man. God yeah. damn. Saudi Arabia stingy in the hole, boy. They they just just got all the wool. Can I hold some? Let me hold some. <laughs> I'm gonna pay you back. I mean, I know I'm American. I don't really pay anybody back, but I'm gonna pay you back. You different. We family. Come on, cousin. Dog, this and this is a story for another day, man. I was reading some shit about national debt, and I was reading some shit about St- Joseph Stalin and how like the U.S. gave Russia. Like three billion dollars for something. And like they had that was one of the reasons why the Cold War came about because America was mad they didn't get paid back. And Stalin was like, shit, we thought y'all was just giving that if you give that to us a good gesture. <laughs> Man, I didn't even know you wanted it back like that, dog. <laughs> Say, bro. I don't know if y'all remember the intro, but I'm gonna just need y'all to just think about what the intro said. My nigga. My nigga, if I, if I give you money. You are now in debt. Say, I'm going to need you to you, give me my money back. 
Say, but but what what happened if I lost my job? Fuck you. That's not my problem. Pay me. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I gotta I gotta I gotta hit my, my I gotta pay child support to, to to my baby mama. Fuck you. Fuck you. Pay, pay me. me. Say man, I I got a flat tire, man. I gotta I gotta get my tire chains. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> pay me. Oh, that's so heartless. You capitalists are so mean. And it, bruh. Bruh. Let me tell you something. I wasn't mean when you came and asked me for $100 and I gave it to your punk ass. And I told you, you was going to have to pay me back. Because guess what? Money doesn't grow on fucking trees. That $100 that I'm giving you is taking food out of my mouth. So therefore, when you're sitting here looking at me like I'm just, you know, this heartless capitalist, this heartless businessman, see... What you're not finna do is guilt me into wanting my money back. Not wanting my money back. I'm gonna get mine. You try to make me feel bad for asking about what belongs to me. You try to give me the sob story, which honestly, the sob story is what got us here in the first place. Because you sold me this dream and I gave you some money. And now you're trying to give me another sob story to not give me my money back. Hey, fool me one time. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. And like my grandpa say, that second dog ain't gonna hunt. That's the country shit I've ever heard. That, that dog don't hunt, bucko. That dog does not hunt. What does that even mean? That that means you can put this bullshit out here, but it's not gonna get what it's supposed to get. That dog ain't gonna hunt. Gotcha, gotcha. Co- I thought you was gonna Shout say out that. to my country people. Know, my country people know. My country people know you ain't gotta you ain't I've, I've never been hunting a day in my life but if you tell me that dog don't hunt i know exactly what you mean and i know you ain't talking about no dog <laughs> i like it man i like it matter of fact hey, hold man. on hold on let, 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 let's let's try something different here real quick since, since we just you know doing no boundaries type stuff right now let's, let's try something different real quick let's see how this works out Let's let's see if I can get an answer here. Clear too. And and if it and if it doesn't work, I'll just put some hold music over it. I'll just chop it out. You know how I do. I'm, I'm the master at editing. Shout and of course, of course, we don't get an answer. What you get when you try to do shit live? Yeah, yeah, true, true. Anyways, moving that, right along. But that's some real shit though. I'm never gonna forget that. That dog ain't gonna hunt. I like it, man. Oh, y'all always got references to dogs out there. I guess that's a, I mean, it's, a it's livelihood out there. A lot of dogs, and you know, say it's, 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 a, it's a lot. It's a lot of animals, and 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 we'll and we'll get into um, is a pig pork later. That we'll save that for another episode because that's another story. Oh, <laughs> look, man. I know by now y'all already know that. I'm a firm disbeliever in trusting the government and any bullshit that they telling me in order to keep me under control. And you're probably telling yourself, well, you're going to listen anyway. Look, at the end of the day, I ain't trying to get shot. I ain't trying to get killed out here over some stupid shit. I feel like this, a lot of this shit is trivial. I tell you straight up, I think a vaccine, I think the vaccine that they come out with going to be full of water. I think that shit going to be, I think that shit going to be, I think that shit going to be a wolf ticket. And they really just doing that shit because once again, it's smoke and mirrors. Uh, y'all just going to be injecting y'allself with these placebos, thinking that y'all all good, not knowing that y'all was going to be good a year ago if y'all just took y'all black ass out the house. But once again, you ain't hear that from me. 
I'm just talking, man. I'm just, just talking, talking my shit. I'm just talking my shit, man. But then again, if you do want to hear some enlightening information in the future, you know where to come. We told y'all no boundaries in the future years ago. That was a clip <laughs> right there. Saying. That was yeah, a clip. I'm just saying, bro. Because it's funny because like people are like, oh, man, y'all not that big. A lot of people don't know about y'all, but that's not the purpose, though, because y'all fail to realize that we're on, a, we're on many platforms and we're putting information out there that's, that's, that's in my opinion, infinite. People 20 years from now are going to be able to look this shit up and hear this shit and be like, damn, these niggas was on something. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's that's how I feel about it. So it's not about, you know, because people are so people are so obsessed with status and popularity. And I think that that's, that's what takes away from a lot of people's craft. Because if you're, if you're good at something, I understand you want to be paid for it, you want to be noticed for it, but who, who's who's to say when you're supposed to be noticed for it? It's a lot of people that y'all that y'all read about in school right now that didn't get discovered until 100, 200 years after they died. You know what I'm saying? Like people people think Edgar Allan Poe was just walking around like he was just that nigga. Like Edgar Allan Poe was a <laughs> fucking psycho. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like even some of the, uh, the 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 Greek mythology that y'all that y'all that y'all know about in school. And speaking of Greek mythology, I almost forgot. You know, I'm a I'm a big fan of European anime that comes on Netflix. I, I actually thoroughly enjoy it. I watched the show Castlevania. I think that show is, it's, it's, a, it's pretty, it's pretty well written. I actually, uh, one of the characters on there is, you know, he's probably the most sarcastic person ever. He's fucking hilarious. And I, I don't want to get too much away, but if you're ever bored enough to go watch some anime on Netflix, check it out. A show called Castlevania. But also I'm going to conclude on this. There's a new show that just came out. It's called blood of Zeus. And it's also um, created by the same people that made Castlevania. And it was so funny to me when I was watching this shit and like how, I mean, cause this shit is like, it's based off like Greek mythology, like for real. And um, a lot of people, you know, people know Zeus, people know Hera, Poseidon, you know, all, they, they know all people, people know some of the names. So for the, so for the sake of this, what I'm saying, uh, it was so funny, and, and this is a this is a shout out to all the women out there because I thought some of the women that I've dated in the past was petty and salty, but I'm telling y'all right now, y'all have not seen petty and salty until you've watched Hera do her thing. She <laughs> is the queen of salty, and it is amazing to watch. And I guarantee you, no matter how you feel about anime, I'm telling you, a lot of y'all women, y'all are gonna be able to relate to Hera. Cause y'all are just like her, and it's fucking hilarious. Yes, that was a that was a slug. Hey, take it just, just let it breathe. <laughs> just let it breathe. <laughs> Anyways, man, I didn't know what we was gonna talk about today, but I feel like we we talked about what we need to talk about. It's always fun. Um, I think I, I feel like I have one more thing. Speaking of Netflix, also, uh, matter of fact, I'll just use this as word of advice. Um, I, I think people think that they love something but I really feel like when you really love something and when I'm talking about loving something I'm going to talk about a person I'm talking about something that you want to pursue in life whether it's like a, a whether it's a career or a hobby I feel like those things you become obsessed with and one thing I enjoyed about the show Queen's Gambit which I recommend people to watch is I feel like that young lady's obsession with chess is how a person should obsess with things that they really want to be great at. 
And I feel like when you want to become great at something, that obsession is, is to me the only reality that makes sense. And I feel like if you really think about all the great people in the world, that the people that you can consider great, because I mean, a lot of people tell you, no, only God, only God is great. I understand that. But I'm saying like people that have unparalleled talent, I really feel like they probably can relate with Beth Harmon in the show, in the show Queen's Gambit, which I've only watched one episode, but I was, I was, I was blown away by one episode. So uh, I recommend that, but at the same time, that's my word of advice. Just make sure that if you really love something, you got passion for something, like let that shit take over. Like let it be. Don't Master be ashamed to love it. Exactly, man. Like that. I feel like that when I watched that, I was like, yeah, it's 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 definite. Like if you don't if you don't obsess over your craft, you're never gonna be great at it. It's, it's no ifs ands or buts about it. Natural natural talent can only take you so no, so far. So yeah, that's my words of advice. Uh, my words of advice are uh, a whole lot shorter than that. Um, simply put, um, follow your heart and trust your gut. Very simple. That's it. I'm, you I'm, might have I'm a stupid. Not, you might I'm have not going to dive into it deeper than follow your heart, trust your gut. Yeah, yeah. I, I fuck with it, man. Uh, y'all already know. If you listen on SoundCloud, leave a comment. If shout you're... out, shout out, shout out, Nicole. <laughs> Nicole be coming through, man. She come through. Faithful. Nicole be coming through. Yeah, yeah, she come through, man. I, I'm glad. I hope she, I hope she tells her, her TSA members, her TSA, uh, you know, coworkers about it. And um, it, you know, shout out to anybody that just genuinely listens and gets something from it, because once again. I really feel like a lot of people have a tendency to only fuck with shit that's like super popular, but I mean, it's nothing wrong with supporting your friends. And you know, hopefully, when that time comes about, when y'all need something from us, we can, we got y'all. And um, j- just like you know, like anything else. And at the end of the day, I mean, we not, we're not saying we need anything from y'all, but it's refreshing to have people fuck with something that's not world renowned. You know, we just doing our underground thing. And uh, like I said, just. Leave comments, rate where y'all need to rate, subscribe where y'all need to subscribe, and uh, thank you and you're welcome. But anyways, <laughs> until we met, you know, with that being said. This has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?